Hey, hey, sacred friends, this is Lori Andress, and welcome to Crystal Shaman Life. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life and reconnect with your authentic self to discover your voice of inner wisdom and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal medicine, ancient spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, hello, my sacred friends. This is Lori Andress. Oh, I'm so excited to connect with you today. Um, This episode is going to be a little bit different than some of the other episodes. Uh, We're going to talk about something kind of deep, um, a little something that feels for me a little challenging to dive into. Um, Not because I don't have a a well-formed opinion in this area, but because um, it's probably an area that I, I don't typically talk about. It's not an aspect of um, sacred work and my, and my my life that I really bring forward. But a couple things have happened this week that have really prompted me into some really deep reflection and some really deep clarification, and also brought up some old um, stories and challenges for me to revisit and look at. And also, uh, it's been a very big conversation on Facebook for this past couple days. Um, so here's what it is. <laughs> I'm kind of kind of leaving some gray area here. So here's here's where we're going. Um, earlier this week, uh, Doreen Virtue, who I think you may remember in last week's episode, I mentioned how I really was grateful for her oracle cards as they were an incredible bridge for me um, as I stepped as I stepped out of my Catholic upbringing and into. Um, other different uh, other traditions and began exploring what my own spiritual path was and what that wanted to look like and how I wanted to experience my unique relationship with the divine. Well, anyway, um, she made a post earlier this week that was uh, titled the A to Z list of new age practices to avoid. And in there, she went, she went in depth speaking about um, how those practices, anything from angels to angel readings, um, to uh, oracle cards, crystals, um, divination, uh, yoga, <laughs> astrology, zodiac signs, um, mandalas, the flower of life, Christ consciousness, uh, the Course in Miracles book. I mean, she just listed all of those out. And with each one of them, she went in depth talking about um, the ways that uh, she feels the Bible speaks against those things and um, the ways that she feels that they open individuals up to darker energies, um, specifically, as she says, the devil and demons. And um, and she just really, I mean, it's just, it's, it's a very, very heavy, weighty um, post. If you want to take a peek at it, um, there's a link to it on my social media. Go ahead and, you know, check it out. But um, from, you know, it's, it's if, if you're sensitive, if you're a highly sensitive person, I, I really don't encourage you to read it because there's a lot of um, heavy heaviness and heavy energy and fear and anger and um 
almost judgment, shame, uh, lots of almost persecution energy within it. And for me, when I read it, it, it just it brought up a lot of um, memories from when I first began my spiritual, began shifting my spiritual spirituality and began this spiritual journey that I'm I'm now walking. Um, and from you know my Catholic upbringing and uh, some of the things that I had been taught as a young girl as a Catholic um, and uh, being raised in Christianity really um, about what it means to to have a relationship with the earth with nature with um, other aspects of life to consult divination to you know all of those things um, a lot of those things you know a lot of the 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 um, things i had been told came forward and it also affected relationships and stuff like that we'll get into that later but i want to share with you you know as we start out um, the post that I wrote in response to this this uh, this post that Doreen shared, um, because I've been getting a lot of really powerful feedback from it and um, a lot of responses. I think I think I have over a hundred, probably like 120 responses, um, comments on this post between my my business page and my own personal Facebook page. It's the same thing copied in both places, um, but I want to share it with you because. It, for me, as I sat down and I just was present with what wanted to come out, this is what came forward. And, I, and um, yeah, so here goes. <laughs> okay, so this was written on the 23rd. Um, I was awakened a little after five this morning as a text popped in from a dear friend sharing this link. I was stunned last year when Doreen renounced her new age practices, left her career as, the, as a writer and of Oracle cards, training angel readers and mediums, to become born again. But this post, ugh, I'm so greatly disappointed. I get that she may feel called to a different path. I get that she may feel a connection with Jesus that she didn't be feel before. Actually, I celebrate that. I celebrate all who find a spiritual relationship that is meaningful and fulfilling. But I also suspect that something very painful unfolded in her life, something that she has been unable to cope with at such a level that she's not only clinging to something that she feels will save her, but that she needs to also project her pain upon what she is now defining as the New Age world. I do not see the New Age world as she describes it, nor do I see any of the sacred practices from shamanism to oracle cards, divination, sacred geometry, spirit guides, drumming, angels, and all other sacred practices through the lens described there. These statements are dark and shadowy generalizations that not only vilify a community that supported her 50 plus books and decks of oracle cards, but are filled with untruths written in such a way that they may trigger, that they, not may, they trigger fear, anger, projection, rejection, and judgment. We live in a truly unique and delicate time. This is a time for unification. It's a time to seek commonality. It is a time to open our hearts to each other. It is a time to discover and uncover truth. This article that written by Doreen is not truth. This article is incredibly misleading and Doreen's willingness to speak with authority in this way deeply saddens me. 
I believe in fairies. I believe in angels. I believe that the sound of my drum connects me with the universal rhythm. I believe my drum connects me with the divine, one true source that is beyond any name or single identity, a source that is so vast, our full perception of it is inconceivable. And it is only through our willingness to recognize the many expressions of divinity present in all of life that we may begin to fathom God's greatness. A greatness so immense, I will not dismiss the possibility that there is intelligent life beyond humanity. I will not dismiss the ways the divine expresses himself and herself through the trees, the crystals, the animals, the seasons, the weather, the angels, the fairies, the unicorns, the ascended masters, the oracle cards, the tarot, bells, sacred geometry, sacred art, and so much more. And through this all, I thank you, Doreen. You you're creating, your post is creating an opportunity for me to become even more resolute and steadfast in my love for the infinite expressions of the divine and the infinite possibilities in connecting and deepening my unique relationship with my, with the divine. It is my hope that you too will see through these statements and create space and opportunity to deepen into your unique relationship with the divine. Yeah, you know, <sighs> I, I'm not going to debate in, you know, in this, um, in this episode, you know, uh, dark energy, light energy, you know, we're not going to go there. Um, because it, it, there, everything has a balance. Every, every amazing piece of life has a balance. There is, um, a brightness and a darkness. There is all of life is balanced in perfect harmony. Um, and you know, to, to, to judge one so extremely as being adamantly wrong. Um, I just, you know, I, I, as, uh, as happened in that, that post by Doreen, I am <laughs> still kind of in shock, but, um, but you know, there is this aspect of, um, Oh, what she put in there, you know, I, I think I said earlier, you know, brought up a lot of things for me and that, you know, popped up along my own journey. And so I want to just talk about one of the experiences that I had. And this experience happened with my sister. You know, I think one of the things um, that I recognize in myself, I see this uh, with um, individuals in different programs and stuff that I'm training, that as we begin to uh, discover uh, something new spiritually. Uh, it's it can be difficult to put words around it. We can be we can find it difficult to define, difficult to clarify, and we ourselves feel and experience something, but we don't always have the stable, solid footing um, to be able to express it in a way that it comes across clearly, um, confidently, with love, with conviction, and um, and that can be confusing for the people around us, the people in our lives who maybe have beliefs that are differing from the new direction that we're moving or that uh, maybe our beliefs that we ourselves were rooted in. And this is this is one of the things that that showed up for my sister and I when we um, when I began uh, studying shamanism. So we'll backtrack uh, a long, long ways. Um, my sister and I Oh gosh, you know, she's just, she's an amazing woman. I just, I adore my sister. And uh, shortly after um, I started around, actually around the time I started studying shamanism, um, she had made a shift in her spirituality and she was, she had a young family and she was, you know, exploring the place of how do I raise my children in faith 
and um, and 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 religion and what is that religion? And at the same time, I was stepping entirely away from religion. And in many ways, I felt like she and I had been on this journey um, of spiritual exploration together. Uh, she she introduced me to yoga. Um, she. She and I sat together, you know, and um, she gave me my first pendulum, you know, she gave me books on crystals. And, you know, like in many ways, I felt like we had this like kind of bond in this like spiritual exploration together. And then I dove really deep in in shamanism and she very much retracted. And, um, and that's okay, but it was really uncomfortable for both of us. And um, I interpreted at that time, uh, for me, it felt really hostile. It, it was, it, I'm not saying it was, it just, it felt that way. You know, when we're, when we're studying something new and we're in the place of exploration and we feel like someone's not, you know, with us, we can interpret that as rejection. And that's what I did. I, I felt abandoned. I felt rejected. I felt a lot of um, different things. And she and I entered into a really, really challenging time. And um, a lot of what Doreen says in her post is what I assumed my sister was thinking about me based on our religious upbringing and not truth, but, um, but what I was, you know, they were my fears, right? They were my own personal fears around, um, how she was interpreting what I was doing and what I was studying and stuff like that. And I can remember she and I went through, it was, it was several years that we just really struggled and we had to agree um, that we would not talk about religion, we would not talk about spirituality, that those were just topics for non-discussion. Like we just wouldn't go there because we, we were important to each other, right? And we knew we needed to find places where we could meet and have conversation that <laughs> didn't uh, create a lot of heat, that didn't create a lot of pain and drama for each of us. So at the time, um, we just kind of went silent on our on our spiritual paths um, with each other. And, you know, I, I think in many ways, I feel like it's really fortunate that this happened with my sister because she, you know... <laughs> Gosh, you know, she's she's someone I love and adore and she feels that way about me as well. And because we have this mutual, you know, love for each other, um it creates this it created this desire to want to be able to move through it. And um and at the same time we also recognized we couldn't push through it, right? We couldn't push ourselves to um, come to a place of agreement or um, beyond, like, we're not going to talk about this. <laughs> uh, we, we couldn't talk about each other's spirituality because it created too much, um, too much heat and, and it wasn't healthy for either of us. But, but we stayed steadfast in our love for each other, right? And um, I can remember the day, and it's funny because a couple years ago, I asked my sister about this day too, because this day was so significant on my end. I remember it was a day where, um, where I felt like our relationship really shifted and I just, I couldn't quite pin exactly what it was. So um, not too long ago, I think it may be like a year ago, I, my sister and I sat down and we talked about this day specifically because it was so profound for both of us and it was a turning point in our relationship. So let me tell you about this day. Um, it was uh, 2013, July. It was an incredibly... Um, 
It was dead of summer, hot today. I had agreed to help my sister paint her garage, um, to paint the exterior of her garage. And when I say garage, I'm talking about like like one of those big old steel sheds, you know, those massive, huge things. And and we were gonna do the back side of it, and um, which is huge. Like like that's a full day job just painting one side of it. So um, I, and on top of this, I was on a, I was doing a juice cleanse and I was on day three of this cleanse. And so here we are, um, I'm exhausted. My energy is low. I definitely don't have the energy to, to be painting much less um, enter into any sort of conversation about spirituality. And yet somehow uh, we landed there and I remember being like, I, I, I just remember um, my sister shared some things. I shared some things. Um, we both went deep. And at the same time, we, it was, I don't, I, I can't even fully explain it. Other than that, we walked away and we knew everything had changed. Like we knew something had changed. And it wasn't that all of a sudden um, I was joining her in her religious path or that she was joining me in my spiritual path. It was that we found the common ground between the two of them. And we found the ability to respect the other's choices. And, um, and, and like a real deep, compassionate love, like connection around it. It was, I, I still kind of don't really have words for it, but, um, what I walked away feeling was like, ah, she actually really heard me today. She really heard what I had to say. She really, she, um, she understands what I'm doing and, and that's cool. And she walked away <laughs> with the same feeling. That's what we found, we discovered years later when we sat down and actually talked about this day, trying to understand what really unfolded. And, uh, and she said to me, she's like, yeah, you know, I feel like we just, she's like, I felt like you heard me. And I was like, gosh, I felt like you heard me. And, and isn't that just what it is? Like, it's so simple, right? We both spoke our truth. And we both were able to stand in it and we both felt heard. How powerful. And that's really what begins to happen when we begin to um, grow and develop and you know evolve our own spirituality and allow ourselves to actually practice and experience in, in the ways that we feel, that feel natural for us, that we feel called to. And um, it's not about trying to convince anyone. Um, my sister is still very religiously involved. I'm obviously still uh, very committed and devoted to my shamanic path. And she and I have the most beautiful, profound spiritual conversations because we both feel committed to who we are and our lives and the, the spiritual path that we walk and we are able to be present with each other. To me, that is just such an incredible gift. And, um, and it's really my hope that, you know, through this post by Doreen, which so, um, is so pointed and almost persecuting of, of uh, 
very old and ancient traditions as well as um, what is defined as new age, which I, I really don't care for that phrase um, because I think a lot of what's defined as new age, if we really get back to it, it's so incredibly ancient. Um, <laughs> and uh, and there's a lot of um, uh, kind of flippantness that's implied with uh, the phrase new age. But um, there's, there's uh, whew, I just lost where I was going. Um, Oh, okay. If we if we can really allow ourselves to, to just be present with what Doreen is sharing here and to hear it not from a place of fear, being fearful, which it um which it can activate, but if we can actually step back and allow it to give ourselves the opportunity to grow and expand and come to know what is truth for us and be able to stand more confidently in that, that is amazing you know this is you know in that in my um in my facebook post you know i said that we're really living in a delicate time and this is a time for unification it's a time for to see commonality it's a time to open our hearts to each other and we can do that when we ourselves feel um, comfortable and safe and confident and trust our own intuition our own knowing trust what feels right for ourselves and then be able to witness what feels right for another person and allow them to have that rightness and not without feeling like we need to change or judge or push away or separate from it Mm-hmm. And this is really, you know, I think this is kind of a key. I think this is going to be a theme for the whole year. How can we come together rather than push away and reject? How can we receive each other? How can we open our hearts a little further? How can we step back and offer compassion and listen um, to what others have to say? And at the same time, be willing to share how we see things and how we're experiencing things. All right. So with that, um, I wish you an absolutely beautiful day. Uh, I'll be popping on with another episode very shortly. Um, I'm doing a uh, Facebook live on the, the, uh, the crystal forecast for 2019. So I'll be doing that and, um, I'll be converting that into a podcast so that you can uh, catch up on, on the messages from all the stones for this year, what each month is going to look like, and which ones will be amazing allies to uh, invite in and work with in this 2019 year. All right. And if you're new here, if you are new to the Crystal Shaman Life podcast, uh, welcome. Hey, give us a like, uh, follow, you know, uh, sign up and subscribe to our podcast. Um, also, hop on over to my website, lauriaandress.com. And over there, I have a free seven-day crystal magic journey. And this journey is all about weaving together shamanic practices and crystal wisdom and how can you connect with your crystals to have a deeper, more um, more sacred connection with them, um, to understand their wisdom and how they want to support you in your everyday life. All right, so I wish you an absolutely beautiful day, my sacred friends, and as always, shine brightly. Bye for now. <laughs>